0: People aren't prepped for success. They want success. They want money. They want happiness. But they're not prepared for everything that comes with it. Welcome back to the Statues Podcast. For today's episode, I have my co-host, Crystal. Today, I actually wanted to talk about something that I've been seeing a lot more on social media. It's been a lot more prominent on TikTok on Twitter, Instagram, in terms of defining success.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I've seen so many kids pursuing the many avenues for revenue now. So you have real estate, you have starting a small business. But what I really wanted to get down now was defining success as who we are and what we've gone through. And what success means to us. For example, like for myself, I'm 28 and some people might not think that's uh, too old. At some point, some people also think, you know, a little older than most. So I've gone through my fair share of journey. I've gone through my fair share of life. I've gone through my fair share of struggles and pain and happiness. And going through all that, my definition of success has changed throughout the years. So I could honestly say when I was 17, my definition of success was purely money based, maybe around my 20s to like my early 20s there, 22, 23. It then became very heavily money and happiness based. And then in my mid 20s to now, it's become a lot less money based and a lot more finding satisfaction in anything and everything that I do now. And so I I kind of wanted to speak to you about defining success because I know that you feel like you haven't reached success or you haven't done anything to become in terms successful we've gone through our fair share of um pain and struggle and so and and seeing other people define success for us you know what i mean like asian parents yeah becoming a doctor becoming a lawyer making a lot of money yeah having a family
1: yeah i guess like in terms of like being raised in an asian household um the definitions of success like in like like from when I grew up was like it it was you know dictated by how much money we made what car we drove what kind of job we had and you know it was very much so on a materialistic level but I think now that like I've I've grown I've i my definition of success is definitely different from the one that I was raised in is it doesn't come from like a materialistic standpoint. It's more of like, a, you know, like if I start a business and even if it's not big, even if I, you know, if there aren't multiple stores, you know, if I'm like a mom and pop kind of thing, I would still find happiness and I will still say I'm successful because like for me, It would be that, like, I'm happy about where I am Mm -hmm. at that moment, you know, that I could, you know, make sure that I'm paying my bills, you know, put food on the table for my family. You know, if if we have kids, you know, clothes on their backs, you know, stuff like that.
0: I think in terms of what success means to people, it's going to it's going to vary between every person what success means.
1: Yeah, I think it varies because it's all about the mindset of how you, like, approach that term success, you know? Like, it also comes from your own personal, you know? And I'm not talking about, about, like, a like religious standpoint, okay? I'm talking about more, like, who you are as a person, your characteristics, and your beliefs, you know? Like, like beliefs meaning, like, oh, like, if you run a business, how do you believe it should be run, you know?
0: Uh, and one of the main reasons why I bring up this topic now is because... I'm seeing a lot of younger entrepreneurs um, pursuing this avenue of work now. So real estate, you know, and and like Bitcoin and and learning to invest, learning to do all this kind of stuff. I think the one thing that is also a very, very prominent topic when it comes to success is depression. Yeah. Because people have set goals. Mm Mm-hmm but they don't realize how quickly you can reach those goals. Yeah, yeah. Right? A lot Mm -hmm. of people think that these are milestones that will be reached, you know, five, ten years from now.
1: Yeah. And, of course, you know, like, once you, like, if you are very, like, determined and very, like, like strong-headed, then you can achieve that. Let's say you have, like, a timeline of, like, five years. You can easily achieve that if you're, like, you know, if you really want to do it. Mm -hmm. Then you can achieve that in less than five years. And I see like, you know, after once you've achieved your success, you know, and then let's say you have like another plan, you know, and then you've achieved that. And then another one, eventually, you know, you get depression because you'll hit that dead end of like, what else next? I've achieved everything I've wanted. I've achieved everything that I've had in mind. And then it kind of leads to like burnout, too. Yeah,
0: because the thing about success and and depression is i personally feel like they're one and the same because people aren't prepped for success. They want success, they want money, they want happiness, but they're not prepared for everything that comes with it. And I'm talking about getting to that stage too, right? So like for example, like a lot of people when they have money they're not taught how to use that money or save that money or invest that money properly. Mm-hmm. So when you have money you also lose money. Yeah. And then you also have now with all the programs that are going on like going around teaching kids how to invest, teaching kids about bitcoin, teaching kids about real estate. They start getting into these things but they're not prepared for the failures that come with pursuing these avenues. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing is like the depression that comes with f- trying to define your own success comes with a lot of failures and being prepared for those failures. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it took me a very long time to be where, be comfortable where I am. Yeah. Yeah. But that came with a lot of depression because I wasn't ready for the failures along that way. Mm -hmm. You know, the failures to myself, the failures to my business and also the failures that I felt, i had done towards others yeah yeah like a lot of kids when they're starting you know they don't come with money Mm -hmm. so that failure of wherever they're getting this money or or even the hard work of achieving that money so working every day every every day during the summer or every day after school or after work you know losing everything all at once that that failure right there there no one is really prepared for that when trying to define their own um success
1: yeah no you know like in i remember in business school you know the one thing that really that was like constantly told to us is that like success if you if you want success you have to lose a lot you have to lose from like and you know like when they talk about losses i know you know it's always like on like a monetary level because it is business you know you want to talk about making sure that you're not losing profits but you know i know that there's also an underlining that there is a lot of like personal losses like you know like emotionally and mentally you know because you have to deal with let's say you're investing in like in something or you receive an investment for your business and then it doesn't pan out like how you want to and that's lost right there so like it's it's like oh like dang like what do you do
0: yeah cuz the journey of defining success that is a, such a very broad uh journey itself you're going to you're going to be going down different paths but during these paths what people don't understand is that you're going to meet people and you're going to lose people as well and and i think that's the hardest thing that Like, people people have a hard time coping with that, right? The loss of money, the loss of people, and the sacrifices that are made.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of sacrifices. Like, I remember, like, even at the beginning of, like, starting, you know, your business, like, your very first, not your very first company, because I wasn't there for the first one. I was more for, like, maybe around the second or third one, you know? There was a lot of, like, you know, like, losses where, like, people were coming and going Easily,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and like I saw how much that like that that hurt because, you know, at that time, you know, you were in a different mindset, yeah. you know, where that mindset was like money equals to happiness equals to success. Yeah. You know, so people were coming and going, coming and going so
0: much. And, you know, like <clears throat> as someone that has pursued and has continuously tried to define my own success i think one of the hardest things that i've come across doing that was the growth learning and growing from your failures and defining that success for example like starting out in the entertainment industry when you start out a lot of what you're doing is free work because you need to build your portfolio right so a lot of what I was doing like so I'm learning about videography I'm learning about photography I'm learning about recording I'm learning about mixing and mastering I'm learning about all this kind of stuff but I don't have the necessary skill set or I'm not confident in myself yet to be able to be like okay I'm gonna charge everyone this fee so I, I continuously did free work until I could build a resume.
1: But I remember like you talking about it because I remember like asking you this like a few times, you know, how your experience was in college, especially because you had to do like a co-op too. And I remember, you know, we're not going naming companies, but I know that you were working for a very big company. And then all that was even for like years and years and years, you were doing a lot of stuff for them. But all of it was free because no matter what, they were not going to hire you. Even with them training you, even with the skills that you have, no matter what, it was always free work and it was expected that you would give it to them and not ask for any monetary money back.
0: Yep. Yeah. Cause and the thing about that is right, that's why I say it comes with a lot of sacrifices. I had been working I had been working with that company since I was in high school already. I did my co op in high school with them and then I did my co op in college with them. The when I first started out. This is what some people are not willing to do is do the grunt work. Mm -hmm. I was putting subtitles in. And back then, we used to have this this dial. And that's how you would do it. You would speed up by twirling the dial or uh, uh, reversing by twirling back that dial. And you would have to listen to every word and write every word. And I was doing that for three to four hours a day, every day, five days a week. Mm -hmm. I only had class. In the morning and then I was done by like nine or ten o'clock. And then I would go straight to my co-op placement and I'd be there from like ten thirty, eleven o'clock till almost four or five o'clock. And all I did was subtitle work.
1: But I think you like drove I think you said you were driving all the way down to like downtown Toronto too at some point, right? Uh
0: that was in my college years when I was starting to get um more I was starting to learn more about the industry and what I wanted to specifically do.
1: Mm-hmm. But I know that like the even then like doing that and then doing like a full-time job mm-hmm. and then still, you know, doing, <clears throat> sorry, doing other things on the side that like all of that, you were juggling so much of it at that time. Yeah,
0: because in college and then after college, So near my senior year to the end of college, I was working a full-time job. I was working McDonald's. So when I was in school, I was working part-time, but I was still pulling in like 30 to 35 hours a week.
1: Yes, pretty much full-time hours, Mm -hmm. right?
0: And then after I finished college, I was working full-time every morning from 5 a.m., to I think it was 1 or 2 p.m. And I was working at McDonald's. And I remember it was because I worked there for seven years. And even after I had graduated, I was stuck there because I couldn't get a job. Even with all my sacrifices, all my work that I had done during that time, I couldn't get a job. And so I was working at McDonald's. I was going at it full time and that was when I had the opportunity to go and work for a Korean company and be able to make dance videos for people. But the catch was that I had to do it for free because they were a small company.
1: But I think like like you also gained a lot too even if you weren't paid for it. I feel like you did gain quite a lot from this company, no?
0: No, I did, and that's the thing. Is like, look, when people are looking at it from a monetary standpoint, they're not gonna pick up. They're not gonna. They're not gonna go and you know jump to an opportunity and be like, oh, they're asking me to do it for free because I was doing it for free for a good year. But the thing about that was, during that year that I was, I was still working full time. So I would work, um, five a.m. to one or two p.m. right after pick up drive all the way to Toronto and then work with that group and so it was making dance videos music videos I was I was involved in a lot of the creative aspect of their of their company I was making trailers I was learning how to edit from their editors I was learning how to film from their videographers yeah. uh, and it was great But during that entire process, I was still working a full-time job, Mm -hmm. sacrificing my time with my family, sacrificing my time with my friends to hopefully receive something. And at the end of it, I didn't receive anything monetary, but what I received was a drive and a more clear understanding of what I wanted for myself. That was when I started my company. Right after that was because of them. And me realizing that, oh, this is exactly what I wanted to do. This is exactly, like, how I want to run a a company. If I were to run a company, it would be exactly like this. Mm -hmm. But I wanted it to have a bigger structure, a better structure. Mm -hmm. And that's what I learned from it. But that's how I was able to define my success was by the sacrifices that came with it.
1: Mm -hmm. I guess, like, now, like... mm and it's not to talk bad because I understand that, you know, there are people out there that know their worth, that know their skills. And, you know, they, they know that they do deserve to get paid, you know, because it's, it's, it's not like it's just a flute kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But nowadays people are not willing to, to, um like, even for example, for internships, you know, like there are a lot of people that don't want to take internships unpaid, yeah. you know. Yes, it might seem unfair because you're doing so much work for for the company that you're going to intern for but there could be something great that comes out of it too. It's just how you take it.
0: That's the thing, right? Is when people's expectations are a lot higher than what they what they believe they deserve. Mhm. That's true.
1: <coughs> because I feel like I I understand like I guess I'm I'm taking it like this where like Oh, like, even if they know their skill set, once you enter, you know, like, for example, let's say you're interning at like a huge corporate company, you think you have all these skills from A to Z. Once you start, though, you realize
0: you don't know anything at all. Well, and that's the thing, right, is what you learn from one place is different when going to another place. Mm -hmm. And what you you learn from that other place is going to be different when you go to another place, right? Because when I was especially in the entertainment field is each company will run a different way. Each company has a different way of filming. Each company has a different way of just writing a name. Of course. But what people expect is that I went to university and I went to college and I learned this. I learned all of this for 40, 50,000 for my time at university and college. But then when they leave and they get an opportunity from a company to do work, but it's free, they turn it down because they spent that many years in college or university and they spent that much money going to it. That is where it becomes a lot harder to define success because you're not willing to open your own doors. You're not willing to open those those pathways for you to walk down, Mm -hmm. right? A lot of what I have and a lot of the, uh, connections that i have right now they're because of a lot of the free work that i did and was able to build my profile off mm-hmm. and i learned because of my my ventures into certain things mm-hmm. but a lot of those ventures came with a lot of sacrifice and it was like me doing a lot of free work it was me having to teach myself a lot of this stuff and mm-hmm. back then we didn't have sites like skillshare we, even youtube wasn't as um as big wasn't as big thing for learning it was more of like an entertainment purpose kind of thing back then mm-hmm.
1: I think it's cause like getting into this this field of work it was uh, you know it's it's hard because and I understand why because people weren't willing to share like their secrets their knowledge you know yeah. everything had to be like you figure it out yourself because I'm not gonna tell you mm-hmm. you know and 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 I do understand because it's like, you know, they went through that. So it's kind of like a cycle of, you know, I went through that. So you're going to go through that, you know. So it's harder for for you to learn.
0: They have every right to think like that. Mm -hmm. And I could honestly say that personally for me, there are days where I do feel like that too. Where everything that I do know and I do want to teach people there are some days where I don't because I've spent a good 10 years learning what I've learned Mm -hmm. and no one taught me. Yeah. That was me having to learn through trial and error, having me learn through my own failures. But when I talk about defining success and what success means to me, my mindset has changed over the years where now success means being able to help as many people as I can with the knowledge that I have. And the knowledge that I have isn't about my work or it not about the knowledge of, you know, editing or taking pictures. It's more so the stories of my failures, the stories of what I did wrong so that they can learn and do it themselves. Because a lot, a lot of the tools are there now. It's accessible to all these people. If you want to learn about investing, if you want to learn about Bitcoin, real estate, it's there. It's on TikTok. It's on Instagram. It's mm-hmm. people sell, you know, promotional packages. You know, they do all sorts of things. But you just have to be willing to go and look. You have to be willing to sacrifice your own time to learn and understand. Mm-hmm. For me, I wasn't given that opportunity. So what I try to do now is to give as much as I can to the people that are around me. Mm-hmm. Like for example, like um, Cedar when. I picked him up as an artist for the company. I bought a mic stand and I bought him a mic so that he could work from home and, and and learn how to record his vocals. And if he ever needed help, I could be there to assist that. But the first step is you taking that mic and you being like, how do I use this mic? Mm-hmm. For me, the success is always going to be hard. The people that expect it to be easy, have it the hardest Because when they do fail That's the end for them mm-hmm.
1: I want to add something You know like You know like Going to like where You know like you understand why You know Knowledge isn't shared easily And you know It's it's not a bad thing either Because you learn You learn better I, I, f- I feel like There are people out there That learn better By trying to figure it out themselves Yeah But along the way You also Learn more about yourself too You know figuring out Oh, this is the way I think, you know, this is how I got to, you know, from A to B. So I feel like, you know, there really is no, no shame in like, in trying to figure it out yourself too. Because think about, I feel like maybe you, yes, having someone tell you, yes, they're going to tell you and it's going to be much better. But Mm -hmm. I feel like you can gain much more knowledge easily, like easily, if you try to, you know, do it yourself kind of thing.
0: Wholeheartedly, you know, everyone's got their own methods. Like for me. I'm, I'm more of a person that I need to do it myself and see the capabilities that I have. Like, for example, like uh, a couple years back, that's why I got into Rubik's Cube, was I needed to prove to myself that I could do something without someone teaching me. Mm-hmm. And I spent a good, like, month every day learning the algorithms, learning how a Rubik's Cube worked until I got it, and now it becomes muscle memory, and it might seem like a very small thing, but to me, what had happened was, I learned about my own resilience, I learned about my own determination to do something, and that's why I did it, and that's why, like, I always have a Rubik's Cube with me, is because it's a reminder for me that it's a very small thing, but it led to something bigger, and that's what I think at, like, for me now, I've learned so much about my own success because of just that mentality of it might be small now, but it leads to something bigger. Yeah. So, like, for example, you know, like, if I don't feel like working, it's a small step to just pick up a pen. Because as I write, now I'm working and I get into that groove. You know, It's the same thing with, like, podcasting. We, did, we didn't feel like working. But the moment we do, we get into it.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true. Because, you know, like, even doing it at the beginning of the day, you know, you're like, oh, you know, I just woke up. You know, like, I, I don't feel like, you know, working. But I feel like once, it's like you said, once you start getting into it, then the workflow just naturally comes after because you're on like you're on like a natural high almost. Like you you're like, oh I just finished I just accomplished this. Okay, now let's go with the next thing and let's go with the one after that. You know, and let's just let's just have a full day of productivity. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: And and like see, and that's the mentality that I have for everything now. Because over the last couple of years with me dealing with depression, me learning about myself and what depression was to me and my anxiety, learning about my anxiety, it had taught me a lot of things about myself. Mm-hmm. It taught me that I'm weaker than, than, you know, I, I put up a very strong front, but I'm very weak. And so it taught me that. And it taught me to be okay with that. But it also taught me that I couldn't be that way. Mm-hmm. That it's okay to be weak, but for me, I couldn't be that way. And so that's why I pushed out a podcast. That's why I pushed out content. That's why now I'm 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 trying to push as much as I can to build myself something again. And these are things that that's already success to me. Being able to accomplish those, being able to understand certain things about myself that's a that's success to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, though I do have a question though. Yes, this is success, but. Is this, is? would you say that like right now is where you want to be or is this just the success that will lead to a bigger one to like that, like, I guess like just to put in short, like that end goal.
0: Personally, for me, success has no end goal. Mm-hmm. That's why people have deep depression is success will never have an end goal. When you have, like, for example, if, if. You said you wanted twenty bucks, and then I gave you twenty bucks. Would you be happy? You wouldn't be happy because now, just to drive somewhere, you got to put gas in your car. You lost twenty dollars. So, okay, so now you need another twenty. So now you go search for another twenty, and you get that twenty, and then oh, you're hungry, so you go buy food, and then you go buy this, and you go buy, and you lost another twenty. It's the same thing with success. Is once you've reached success, that's it. So what people do is they start building on that success. Oh, I wanna be a millionaire. Great, they become a millionaire. I wanna be a billionaire. I wanna be a billionaire. Great, they become a billionaire. It is a continuous cycle of wanting and receiving. What I've, what I've come to terms with is that I would just want my micro success and what I mean by that is, like, I want it in my small doses. So, like, for example, I wake up in the morning. To me, that's success because I was damn depressed. So I woke up already. To me, I think of the small things as success because the bigger, the bigger you want things, the more you want things, the harder it becomes to get it. So, like, for example, right? When I had met my acquaintance and I got my first check, my first big check, the first thing she said to me was, go and spend it. Don't save it. Go spend all of it. I thought it was outrageous. (laughs) But then I, I realized why she had said that was because as fast as it comes, it also goes. So if you look at that check as your success... You're looking at it as happiness too. So the moment you spend it, you you let's say you go and spend it on a new MacBook, three to $4,000 straight out the window. Are you happy? You've lost the check. You've lost your money. You're not happy anymore. As you start spending that money, it's momentary happiness, but you're also losing a lot of your, your, your happiness as well because you've put success in the money. And you're losing that money as you buy things, and so it. She had taught me a valuable lesson, and it was not to put your happiness and put your success in a monetary gain, but put it in micro doses so that you understand and are grateful for what you have. Like for example, being able to, um, like being able to marry you—that's a success to me because we had spent. Six years at that point struggling as a as a couple. Mm-hmm. But I was able to marry you even through all the struggle, even through all the pain that we had gone through. Even being able to produce a podcast, producing two times a week, that's success to me because I wasn't able to do that three years ago when I was very deep in depression. I couldn't come up with topics to talk about. But I'm able to because of all the dark experiences that I've gone through, of the journey that I had gone through, I'm able to talk everything through now. I'm able to admit to myself that it's okay to be a flawed human. That's success to me. Success is now defined for me as something different than just a monetary gain.
1: Mm -hmm. So it's the small things that you are doing for yourself.
0: For myself and for others. Like, for example, like even even seeing my artists post a picture that uh, that I took of them, that's success to me because they're happy with it. Mm -hmm. They're happy with the way it came out. They're happy with how they look. Uh, You have to understand that a lot of the artists that I meet, they don't have confidence. Mm -hmm. But for them to look at it and be like, wow, I look good. Mm -hmm. I built that confidence. I was the one that helped them with that confidence that's that's what i want to do every day i i can walk out the door my front door and my neighbor will, if my neighbor's there and i say hi he says hi to me i'm happy i'm successful because my neighbor doesn't hate me we you know some people look at where we live as a not so good area but i look at it as the best area because you walk outside and you you see all different kind of kids playing with each other, mm-hmm. and then you see how dark the world is. Yeah, yeah. How is that not success? How is that not happiness? Mm-hmm. It's people's way of looking at happiness, looking at the way they want things to be looked at. Mm-hmm. If, like, for example, if I wanted all the all the white kids to play together, that would make me a racist because. I'm the one that says, "I want this kid to play with that kid, but I'm happy going outside and seeing the the white kids play with the Asian kids, the Muslim kids playing with you know everyone else. That makes me happy. That's a community that I want my own kids to grow up in that I want to be with because we take care of each other, we take care of our own kind here. Our own kind is the people within this community outside of this community. It's dangerous. I'd be scared to let my kids play outside. But seeing as the parents watch each other's kids, that makes me very happy.
1: Yeah, sure. I know what you mean. You know, like, there's this there's this kid that doesn't, like, that lives, like, a few doors down. You know, like, his parents, you know, his parents leave the door open, and he will walk out, okay? Like, and he's, like, four ish like around the same age as like my baby sister maybe and like he will just walk out of his house okay and will walk into like like to us okay they may be just you know random people's house you know and he'll go play with them and it's all okay why because the parents are all watching
0: and that's success to me is seeing the small things and appreciating those small things now Mm -hmm. that's why for me I appreciate the people that I have around me. I appreciate the experiences that I've gone through. And I can appreciate my the memories that I create along this mm-hmm. along this journey now. Mm-hmm. My success is no longer defined by external factors. Mm-hmm. It is defined because I want it to be that way. I want to define it that way. Mm-hmm. I look at, you know, I look at like, social media, and I see why these kids are, you know, I look at these these people, these young entrepreneurs, and why they pursue these things, investing in Bitcoin, investing in real estate, and they get sad when after three, four, five months, nothing happens, but they should be happy because they took a step forward and a venture that they probably would have never thought they would have done. And that's very special. These things come with time. These things come with practice. These things come with experience.
1: Success doesn't come come overnight. It's, you know, like sometimes success is almost comparable to like to growing a plant. You, you put the seed in the soil and then you just keep watering it. You keep watering it and then you just keep doing it every day until you see that first sprout. Yeah. And then it just keeps growing bigger and bigger and bigger from there.
0: Yep. That's why when people ask me, like, are you successful? I always say, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Not because I have money. Not because I'm able to, you know, have a big house or have a car. But because the fact that I can have a car. I don't have a Porsche. I don't got a Ferrari. But I got a car. And that car gets me the exact same place as that Ferrari does. I have a house, the same house that, you know, someone, uh, uh, you know, a young entrepreneur would have 13 bedrooms. I got, yeah, I got a two bedroom and I got my brother living here, Uh, but I'm not lonely. I have water, you know, like.
1: It's about perspective. It is about perspective. How you see things, you know. You always say that, you know, like this house might not be big, you know, like there are other people that we know that have you know, a full place, you know, like fancier cars, you know, nicer watches, expensive clothes. But you, you're like, I have the same thing. But, you know, every single time you're always like, you know, I could have the same thing, but I decide not to. I'd rather just go to Walmart, buy a shirt, pair of pants, you know, $40 maybe altogether. But I still have a house, a car, food, water, you know, and a home in general
0: when I first started out and I was very young and ignorant Mm -hmm. and arrogant I didn't care for the people that were around me when I was trying to define my success so when you do that you start hurting people and I've heard a lot of people coming up to that point and that's why I've come to this tranquil moment of just going back to the people and saying I'm sorry for what I had done I'm sorry because I was selfish I'm sorry because my definition of success wasn't the same as everyone else's. Where we all were mentally wasn't the same. But now that I am where I am, and I'm extremely happy where I am, and I will continue to chase this happiness and teach this happiness. I have my mom, I have my dad, I have my brothers and my sisters here now. You know and and these are things you know we have your sister we have we have family mm-hmm. along with this happiness to share all this happiness with yeah. and that to me is already success because mm-hmm. some people that go through this path don't have family yeah. you know I've had to my parents had made sacrifices for me as well and and those sacrifices they understood that short term they weren't going to receive anything but long term they were going to receive something and it may not have been monetary but they received the happiness of having their son come back as a as a man someone come back as an understanding person
1: mm-hmm. you know like especially like you know when talking about your parents you know your i know that your parents have sacrificed a lot because they did and, and you know just I'm not saying that this is, you know, what it is. This is the reason. But, you know, they got married young. Mm-hmm. You know, they had, they started a family very, very young. They were still in their teens. Barely, like, barely, like, adults. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they they know, they know knew that, you know, they had to sacrifice. And they never expected anything back. But you, your brother, your sisters, you know, as children, you realize that your parents sacrificed a lot. So, you always remember that and you use that to try to, you know, gain, you know, your own definition of success so that you can go back to your parents and be like, hey, mom, dad, you know, like, I am successful in whatever it is that they're, uh, whatever it is that I'm doing. And your parents, like I said, never expect anything back, but they're just happy. You know, like, I feel like that, as kids, when we see our parents happy... I think for me especially too like that is like success because when I like when we see our parents happy that is like nothing beats that yeah. nothing beats that at all like that's the best feeling ever That's
0: that to me is true success Success is when everyone around you your family your friends they're happy being with you That is called true success. That is called being true to your success. Not to what other people have defined it as, not what people have defined you as successful, but you've defined yourself. And you can stay true to that. Because, you know, like, my parents aren't the typical Asians to be happy because of monetary reasons. But they're happy because of the knowledge that I had gained and be able to use during my career. Like, for example, like, learning about how money worked. My family doesn't come from... um, I was the first to ever go to college, okay? But I went to college for film and television. Yeah. And then from there, I went all over the place. I was working... I worked as a janitor. I worked at McDonald's. I worked at a bank. And I think... Being able to just work in those places taught me a lot of those things where it was like, what people don't understand is that, look, like, even at McDonald's, I was successful, but I couldn't see it back then. I was successful because I didn't know how hard I could work. I became just a crew member to a manager. I learned how to count money. I learned how to deal with customers. I learned how to talk with customers. I learned how to be super nice and be able to converse with people. Yeah. Nowadays, people can't do that. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not saying, you know, like I'm the best, but when I used to work at McDonald's, I used to love my mornings. Because every morning I would see the same uh, seniors and I used to know them by name. And I used to be able to say, Good morning, beautiful. How are you? Hello, handsome. Your regular coffee? That to me was success now. I can see that as success because people go to work and they hate their job.
1: Yeah, they get really grumpy.
0: They get so grumpy. But you have to understand that when you are that person that's standing in front of a customer, you emulate everything that you feel onto that customer. I was so happy and I was so chipper. I enjoyed my mornings and my mornings were the best. 5 a.m. And I enjoyed every second of it. As a kid, I couldn't see it. But as an adult who now works in, as an entrepreneur, you know, it's helped me learn how to speak to people, how to gauge a situation and be able to converse with people. Even as a janitor, I learned how to work independently. I learned to keep to myself. And then, you know, at the bank, I learned about, uh, I learned about so much about money that I never learned about before. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: All that attributed to my life later on. You know, so now that I, I have a career in what I do, I understand that you know it's like every um it's like my all my acquaintances have said to me if you leave money in the bank, it won't do anything because that money deteriorates over time, mm-hmm. so your twenty dollars by tomorrow could be ten, yeah. but if you take your twenty dollars out and you keep it in hand mm-hmm. and you invest it in something like real estate or something like a small business. Your twenty dollars could become zero by tomorrow, or it could become a hundred by tomorrow, but it's just the way you look at it and the way you're willing to mold your mindset and all that attributed to what I call success now, you know growing up and going through everything that we had gone through, even during our relationship, it taught me about the small things to appreciate the small things. I was able to learn so much about myself. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, like, there was a period where I had to be a father figure to your sisters. Mm -hmm. And to me, I was successful at that time. I was very successful because I could see myself in a way that I had never seen myself before. I didn't know I had that. I didn't know I could be like that and that taught me so much about myself.
1: I feel like when that happened, it also changed that's when you started, you know, to 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 grow and then kind of like mold yourself into who you are now, you know, like you changed that definition of success, you know, because your focus wasn't on the monetary, like, portion anymore, yeah. you know? And you could you could see yourself in a whole different light.
0: Uh, there was a time where yes, I had to talk to your sister about something, and I couldn't talk to her because I myself hadn't done it. And so that was when I went back and I had apologized to all the people that I had hurt. And then I went back to her and said, Okay, now, what you have done is wrong. You need to understand why uh, you tell her why, and then she was she was able to understand it because I had done it first, and to me, at that moment, I had understood that was success success of being able to communicate success of being able to understand someone the success minor success of Understanding myself and being willing to understand my own faults where I was wrong. And I think if people want to continue looking at success in such a big picture, you will reach it one day. But when you reach it, you won't be as happy as you think you will be if you break down success to the minuscule level and appreciate everything that becomes a part of your success, I feel like you have so much more going on for yourself at that point.
1: Yeah, I guess it's like finding success like in the small things to like that bigger success that people dream of. If it means like buying like a car, you know, and then you're like. Thinking of like the small things of like, oh, I got this first paycheck that I'm going to go save up, you know. And then it's like finding the small things to be happy about.
0: And that's why I um I appreciate um there's this one guy, Gary V. Oh, yes,
1: yes, I, yes.
0: I appreciate him a lot because he helps people. Like I saw this one video clip of him wearing a sweater and on that sweater was his phone number. And uh, he was talking to some kid in the uh, audience, and that kid said that uh, it's because of him and that phone number on his shirt that he was able to intern for Gary V.
1: Oh, yes, I remember him. I don't know if I was... I think it was on like a TikTok or something like that. Mm -hmm. He, I think, I think you were watching it and I heard it something about how, oh, like it's crazy how like a few years ago I said I was going to do it and I worked so hard. Now I get to intern for him. I think that was the same TikTok. I think that was like a few days ago. Mm -hmm. It's, and that, he is like on like a no BS level with anybody and he will give it to you straight up. But he's so, like I was watching this, this one video that he did, you know, and it was, it was a phone call And she said, you know, like, like, I don't know what to do, you know? And she was just like, and he's just like, okay, well then tell me straight up. What did you do yesterday? You know? And she was listing all these things. And he's like, he's like, okay, now be honest. What did you actually do? Mm -hmm. You know? And he's like, he's like, why are you not using that time to like, to maximize what you could be doing in order for you to be successful? Mm -hmm. You know? And so he's just, it's. I can honestly say, like I've been watching, like I only started watching his videos like maybe two weeks ago, but I'm just like, this guy is like amazing, honestly. Mm
0: -hmm. And I think people like him are able to help other people define their success. And that is the most beautiful aspect of people like him is the small things that they do help people change their their perspective of success you know it could have just been like oh i want to work for him to i texted him and i called him and now i interned for him and that right there it's gonna help mold that kid's way of thinking of success now
1: Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that like really you know like i guess like in a sense like look up to him you know and they they respect him and you know. There's a reason why, Mm -hmm. you know, like he really is, I, I mean, like this is like, this is what they would, people would say this is his job, but you can see that he actually enjoys doing it and he cares and he could give like, I guess maybe like zero fucks about like, you know, the money portion. It just so happens that, you know, the money does come because people are so, so influenced by
0: his words. And that's the thing, you know, like, I think someone like him can appreciate the small things. Mm -hmm. That's why he'll never get tired of chasing success. He'll never get tired of wanting success. It's because he can appreciate the small things. You know, like, I look at someone like, uh, even Kevin Hart, like, I was watching a lot of his videos lately, and his mentality was, I'm doing it for my kids. So he's chasing success, but he constantly chasing him because he's constantly wanting to give it to his kids and that's great that's a great motivation for doing what you want to do but then i think it was a video of him after his car accident where he had injured his back really badly so he couldn't work and he was at home with his kids for the longest period of time that he had ever been just at home and i think it was i think he was saying something or i can't remember what it was what was said but I think it was something along the lines like, it made me appreciate. It made me appreciate. And that was it. Being able to stay at home and be with your kids for that long period of time made him appreciate and want to be there with his kids more instead of working all the time.
1: But that's like how you always say it. To me, too, like we, we, we've we had this converse, uh, conversation before where you're like, you know, I'm I'm OK with sacrificing time now mm-hmm. because once we have kids, I want to like you've always told me that you want to use that time to be at home with me, the kids, so that you're there for for every step of the way. You know, you've always said, it, you know, like I can sacrifice some sleep now. I can sacrifice being away from you, being away from my family for a little bit because after like because you've sacrificed so much, you can use that, you know, what the sacrifice that leads to success to be with your family whenever you want to. Yeah. And and that's how it is now.
0: You know, and and I think my my mindset was reinforced when your baby sister was born was when your baby sister was born. It's not that, you know, it's it's not that she didn't have people there, but we were there to take care of her a lot more. Yeah. And during that time, it taught me a lot about who I really was. And it reinforced that mentality of I need to work hard now so that when I have a child like this, a beautiful child like that, I could spend every second with her and never lose anything just the way i spent every second with your sister i was able to put off work because i had worked that hard and then after she grew up and after everything was okay i could go back to work and when i did that oh my goodness like it made me feel like i was successful because i was able to do that now i need to be able to gain a lot more success i need to start doing a lot more while i'm still while i'm still free to be able to do it
1: but, you know, that's also because, it's like you said, you, you you saw what, like, we were there every second, you know, if it meant waking up early, yeah. you know, getting diapers, you know, or, or when it was time for her to go to preschool or, 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 like, to daycare, waking up, making sure she was fed, or, you know, if we got there, if we dropped her off in time, she'll have breakfast there, you know? And so if it means, you know, getting her together and then after that, picking her up, taking her home, you know, giving her the love, time, and energy. I've seen you sit there and, you you know, if she wants to read a book, you will not, never say no. You will sit there and you will read her book. If it means reading the same book 10 times, you will do it, Yeah. you know. And then now, you know, seeing the fruits of your labor, she's for a small child at that age. Mm-hmm. She's very independent, you know. If she wants something, she will say it, you know, if not, she will do it herself, Yeah. you know, and and I think that's why for you that like solidify your actions and the reason why you are doing it, you know, because you saw the fruits of your labor. It's like you said, you know, you see you see it now, you know, the results and and you couldn't be any more prouder and happier.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, look, like. People have to be willing to change that definition of success as you continue on in your life. My definition of success changed throughout my entire life. Even now, it's changing. Even now, I'm learning new things about myself. These things that I learned with your baby sister and wanting to be a father and almost fathering her, you know, like, it taught me a lot. It taught me how much I was willing to sacrifice for a kid, how much I was willing to love a kid, how much I was willing to do just for a kid. You know, like 4 a.m. she would come knocking on my door and I wouldn't mind. That was the first time where I would wake up and I would be like, wow, okay, this is beautiful. Waking up at 4 a.m. has never been this beautiful in my life. But now I get to wake up at 4 a.m. and a. A beautiful child is knocking on my door and wants to sleep with me. Okay, come. Let's, let's cuddle together. I'll, I'll sleep with you. You know, it was the most simplest things like her going to a doctor's appointment, getting her shots and getting sick and wanting to be in my arms that taught me about my success, taught me that I want this success the success of being a good father, the success of being a good older brother, the success of having this kind of a family. Mm -hmm. And from even now, if anything, it's made that want of success to be, like, it's a bigger want now. Mm -hmm. But I'm not chasing... Overall picture, I'm chasing every second and every small moment that I can get, and that's why I'm very appreciative and I don't get tired because appreciating every moment allows for me to rejuvenate.
1: Well, you know, like it's like that saying that you know, like it's something that, like, you know, like I see that you do, and you know, it totally makes sense that you enjoy. The journey and the process to get to you know even if it's to that small success you know like people will call it small, you know but for you it's something big. It's just like, like I said, perspective. But you enjoyed the journey to get there. Mm-hmm. You know every process of it, even if if even if there are days days where you want to cry, you know because it's so hard, or there are days where you're frustrated because you don't know what else to do. You know like how else you're gonna get there because you've hit that bump in the road but you enjoy that process after because you look back and you're like, wow. Yep.
0: Yeah. I think it becomes ingrained in you after a certain while about what you truly want. Mm-hmm. But now that's up to you and if you're willing to listen to your body. Mm-hmm. If you can listen to your mind, your body, I feel like achieving that success would be so much easier seeing success would be a lot easier if I saw if I saw success as ten thousand dollars I would never be happy I would never be happy because how long would it take if I saw it for a million dollars how long would it take I wouldn't be happy you wouldn't appreciate the journey of achieving that million dollars of achieving that ten thousand dollars but if you can appreciate success for the small moments you can appreciate the journey of getting to 10,000, of getting to 1 million. Mm -hmm. That is why I love writing music because I appreciate the journey of writing music, Mm -hmm. the thought process, the story that I'm trying to relay. It starts with one word on the page, and then from that one word, it ends up to one whole verse, one whole verse to a full song. Mm -hmm. I enjoy the process of writing. I enjoy the process of recording. Because it teaches me what I can do Mm -hmm. and how much I want. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, that goes to everyone listening is learn to be successful in microdoses. This way you don't burn yourself out. This way you can appreciate everything that you're doing for every small business owner, for everyone that's starting in real estate, for everyone that is pursuing their dreams, their aspirations, learn to appreciate the small things in your life. The fact that you even took a step forward, the fact that you called out to a client, the fact that you can wake up in the morning and open the doors to your small business. Mm -hmm. Appreciate those things so that you can appreciate yourself. I agree. And those are the things that, you know, I kind of wanted to leave for the listeners to learn to appreciate yourself more. No one is going to appreciate you more than you can appreciate you. And uh, I think for this episode, I think this wraps up everything. Mm -hmm. Um, We hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you enjoyed the conversations that were, you know, discussed during this episode. Um, And we'll see you again next week for another episode every Tuesday and Friday. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you.